How awesome to know that no matter how sad or dark our days might be, God's light shines brighter because he's always bigger than our problems. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. If you've been around here a little bit, you'll know I love quotes. So here are some good ones. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Martin Luther King. The book should be a ball of light in one's hand. Ezra Pound. I will love the light, for it shows me the way. Yet I will endure the darkness, for it shows me the stars. Og Mandino. Today we're talking all about light. Artists and writers have always been captivated by light. Without light, photography wouldn't even exist. I'm forever chasing light, says Australian photographer Trent Park. Light turns the ordinary into the magical. Claude Monet said, the real subject of every painting is light. Our guest today, author, artist, and designer, Amy Kevalaris, has been captivated by the study of light ever since she was a child. Amy launched an art school for children called Art Bloom Print Studio, which went on to include publishing and a broader design work, which can be found in Anthropology, Target, Walmart. Today, Amy shares with us how God's word brings us God's light, light that makes everything beautiful light that brings hope and joy, no matter how deep the darkness we may find ourselves in, light that shows us the way as we trust in what God says, as we trust in his word. Here's a paraphrase of Isaiah's great prophecy about God's rescuer. It's from Operation No More Tears in the Jesus Storybook Bible. Dear little flock, you're all wandering away from me like sheep in an open field. You have always been running away from me, and now you're lost and you can't find your way back. But I can't stop loving you. I will come to find you. So I'm sending you a shepherd to look after you and love you, to carry you home to me. You've been stumbling around like people in a dark room, but into the darkness, a bright light will shine. It will chase away all the shadows like sunshine. If you're going through a hard season right now or you're in need of encouragement, you'll find Amy's words very timely. And my favorite part of this interview, Amy shares with us some deep wisdom that she learned during the pandemic from some very wise philosophers. Who were these philosophers? Her tiny little children. So without further ado, Please welcome my friend, and now yours, Amy Cavallaris. Isaiah 46, 4. 
God says, I have made you and I will carry you. He literally says, I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. So in 2020, our very discerning three-year-old, she kept randomly, but very consistently asking. I mean, it was, she was like brushing her teeth or she'd be playing with her toys or playing with her sisters and she'd stop and she'd look up to me and she would say, mom, is God carrying us? And I thought, oh my word, what an insightful question for such a tiny little person to ask. So, I mean, we were trying as hard as we could to keep life normal at the beginning of 2020. Um, But, you know, even at three, she could tell things were different. Dad was home, you know, working. Her sister was homeschooling. And there were just a lot of different changes happening. So I was actually so thrilled to have the opportunity, though, to tell her, yes, he is carrying us. We were always outside and we we were oftentimes talking about not only does God carry us, but we can also find God's promises and his affirmations in creation all around us every day. My little ones, um, they're always processing through feelings, especially in the morning right before school. Um, you know, they might be really overwhelmed or there's a ton of, maybe there's a lot of sadness because they're leaving us for the day and they'd like to be home with us. So, you know, I couldn't think of a better way to start the day then going through God's promises, we actually speak over our children before school. Our oldest daughter, Mila, uh, she loves 2 Timothy 1.7, which says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Don't we need that one more than ever to get rid of that spirit of fear? But know that not only does he take away our fear, he gives us power and love and a sound mind. And this was probably one of one of our favorites this past year. Zephaniah 317, the Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you and rejoice over you with singing. I can't even imagine what that would sound like. God singing to us. Absolutely nothing on earth affirms me in the way that the breath of God in his word does. So these are just some special verses we've been using to get us through the day. So this is from the Jesus Storybook Bible. This is from the present section and the story of Abraham and Isaac from Genesis 22. So as they were on the mountaintop, watching the embers of the fire die in the cool night air, the stars above them sparkling in the velvet sky, God helped Abraham and Isaac understand something. God wanted his people to live, not die. God wanted to rescue his people, not punish them but they must trust him. One day, someone will be born into your family. God promised them, and he will bring happiness to the whole world. God was getting ready to give the whole world a wonderful present. It would be God's way of telling his people, I love you. Many years later, another son would climb another hill, carrying wood on his back. Like Isaac, he would trust his father and do what his father asked. He wouldn't struggle or walk away. Who was he? God's son, his only son, the son he loved, the Lamb of God. You know, I think the key line here for me is we must trust him. I love that part. That's what it's all about, I think. Uh, Abraham was an awesome example of faith, and his faith was extra evident when he even says to those traveling with him before they go up the mountain, we will be back soon. I think that's so, so exceptional. He's showing that he believed that both he and Isaac would return and that God's, um, you know, God would be true to his word. He promises us that when we study his word, when we know 
why we believe what we believe. We can be more affirmed than ever before that our God is who he says he is so that when we fall on hard times, we are able to stand firm on God's promises and we won't have to waver because we'll be so firm in our faith. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.